Welcome to our podcast, Transparently Speaking. I am Diana, and I have a son who transitioned at a young age to become his true self. And I am Joy. I have also supported my daughter to transition at an early age. We are here to share our experience and our learning along this journey. We want to provide support and guidance parent to parent. And if you find yourself on a similar journey, we want you to know that you are not alone. So let's dive in, transparently speaking. Diana, I thought as we are looking forward to a beautiful holiday season ahead, it would be wonderful to think about all the great parts of our experience and our journey, how this has positively impacted us, our kids, our family, everyone around us, and the things that I'm thinking about in terms of having gratitude for being on this journey Because I know we focused a lot on all the struggles and the challenges, and there is a lot of that. And I don't think we pause often to think about the beauty comes out of these struggles and challenges. So true. What comes up for me when I think like, I am truly grateful for this journey because it has changed my life for the better. I have become a better person through Clark and now Dinah. My favorite thing I like to say, and I believe with all my heart, is that there is nothing more beautiful than being true to yourself. And that's lesson started with Clark. Like when I got to see when he first cut his haircut, and I talked about this in the hair episode, and that beaming smile on his face, that happiness is apparent you want for your child. And I think about just how he changed and began to hold himself. I mean, he didn't become a totally different person. But he became a more confident person, became a happier person. I wouldn't have said he was super unhappy before that, but there was a marked difference. And same to some degree for Dinah. I mean, he was a little bit younger, so it's a little different. But I think it made me realize like there's so much beauty in being true to yourself, regardless of who or what is around you. And as you say that, Diana, I think the beauty also comes in seeing people for who they are. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. And how much joy you can bring someone when you can acknowledge their wholeness, their being at their core. Right. Which is such a good point. It, It increases connection, right? The more I know who they are, the easier it is to connect. And that has been an added gift through all of this. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I agree that when we went through this very early stages of transition and seeing Samantha for who she is, those early smiles, right? Like the very first swimsuit purchased, you know, the girl's swimsuit was just like the joy that was apparent was unbelievable. And it felt like, oh my God, if only the rest of parenting could be so easy that I could give something. (laughs) (laughs) So little like a swimming suit and have my child be extremely joyful. It was amazing to see. And and back to your point, like it wasn't giving the swimsuit. It was that I was seeing my child for who they were and being seen just brought that amazing joy, not only being seen, but being encouraged to be who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it was safe. Yeah. How else has your life changed positively? For those people that know me well, will not be surprised when I say that I was an extremely judgmental person. I mean, my previous career as a physician required quick judgments. So it served me well to have quick judgments, but I carried it over in a lot lot of parts of life. 
And so I think being in this position, you know, especially nine years ago when Clark transitioned and like there wasn't a lot of awareness or knowledge or anything like that. And even though we didn't deal with anything directly horrible, it was, I understood that people would not understand and I felt the hurt of people not understanding. And it just made me see it through that lens. Like, how could I judge other people? Because there's no way to truly know and understand the whole breadth of what people go through and 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 the decisions they make. So it really changed me in how I looked at others that I became far less judgmental because I had this thought that, I don't truly know what's best for them because I have no idea what's going on. And I think through decreasing that judgment of others, I began to decrease the judgment of myself as well. Mm, That's powerful. And it resonates with me. I think going through this journey myself has created an opportunity to personally experience being on the other side of difference, being in a situation that others won't understand because they haven't experienced it and recognizing undoubtedly that every human being on the planet has a similar story, not a story right. of, you know, uh, having a transgender kid, but like of having something in their life that no one else will understand because we haven't lived it. Right. And that created this opening or this opportunity to recognize there's no way we can understand. So how do we show up <laughs> more kind, more gentle, to others. I agree. I feel like I've, I've grown a lot in that space and that has created me showing up as a much more understanding and hopeful human being sort of creating space to assume positive intent, like has shown up. I had heard that mm-hmm. in like a work situation before, but until I went through this scenario, I don't think that I could live into it regularly. So true. And I think even trying to find compassionate empathy for those that don't understand and that might say hurtful things has, and I'm not perfect at it. I think I do. All right. I think it's made me a better person. Similarly, I think I create space for believing that everyone's doing their best. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would have had that belief <laughs> before. I would have also held more judgment around it and wanted to believe that people can always do better. And, um, and I think it's created space to, to again, believe until you've experienced something, you are doing your best. And the funny thing is, and I don't know if you experienced this too, is when I was going through coach certification, part of our job is to hold space, not to come in with judgments. And people would often comment to me. I didn't think I was doing anything special, but they're like, oh my goodness, you hold space like nobody's business. And it's like, how do you do that? Like, how do <laughs> and I, I really credit it, this experience because of this thought that it's taught me that I have no idea. Beautiful. What else? You had mentioned prioritizing values. You talked about holding the space and this belief that nothing is more beautiful than being yourself. Mm-hmm. What I was reflecting on as you were saying that is I think this experience has created in our family, some prioritized values and clear understanding of what's most important to things like 
privacy, understanding that everybody has a right to create and define their own boundaries around what feels good and best for them. It's a habit and a set of behaviors we continue to practice. Like I'm encouraging my kids, no, you can't touch my phone until you ask me about it. Like little things like that. And I feel like the groundwork was laid in having discussions around who Samantha is, who we get to talk to about that, who gets to talk to it. It should be Samantha and not her siblings. And this concept of family first. In one of the episodes, we talked about Samantha's twin and how it was really important that we enforce this idea that we're all here to support each other. Mm-hmm. Right. And that that's absolutely essential to being part of our family is recognizing that we need to be there in support of each other first and foremost. Yeah, I think that is so incredibly true for our family as well. I think all the children understand that each of them has a right to decide what about their lives gets shared and the respect for each other on that. What else for you? I was going to say something else that comes to mind for me is I really learned who my friends were. Mm. And because of some of them, I would say that our bond has become closer. A lot of times people think like, oh, your closest friend will be other parents, transgender kids, maybe, but not necessarily. Especially at the beginning for me, I think most of my support came from good friends who did not have transgender children. They were just so open to understanding and supporting. And I think walking with me on this journey has made us so much closer. And I'm grateful for those relationships, getting to see their true colors and (laughs) they get to see mine. Mm. Diana, and talking about your friends and helping you get clear on who is walking with you on this journey. That's helping me think and reflect on the importance of, as I mentioned, sort of family, but extended family. And I feel like one key thing this experience offered to us is not only creating this space of open-mindedness and less judgment for those around me, not only for, for me and my immediate family, but my extended family. I think this was huge. I think this concept of A child or a human being being transgender is something that neither side of my family, my family or my husband's family, would have had any experience or perspective on other than a negative, you know, like that's not a real thing. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it's been a gift to all of us to, again, create the space of opportunity that until you know someone or until you've been through it it doesn't feel real. And so I think it's been a gift to all of those within our extended families of having this experience and knowing again, creating a space for everyone else to have their own experiences and limiting that judgment that we tend to carry around with all of us. Yes. There's definitely a ripple effect to our own learning. I think the last thing that comes to mind for me is just learning to take time to celebrate like there's so many things to celebrate and I think it's easy to get bogged down and in, in the fears and the concerns and the what ifs, but it's t- taught me to look for helpers. The old uh, Mr. Rogers saying to celebrate what goes well, what is well, not just, I'm not just talking about the gender journey. I'm talking about for all the kids and in our lives, that it's really important to stop and just appreciate what goes well. How do you do that? How do you enable that? 
how do you activate that beautiful concept of celebration? On a family level, usually at least once a week, we'll talk about wins, whatever that means to each of the each of us. It means within my own mind when I go down the rabbit hole, as I demonstrated in the last episode. Um, it also means to be like, okay, that's all true. And what else is true? One of my closest friends reaching out to me, actually had a couple of them reach out to me after that episode. Those are my helpers. It's like, yeah, this might be really, really hard and I'm not alone. And celebrate good friends. I can celebrate a lot of privileges that we have. I can celebrate a strong family, a great partner. Beautiful. One of the things that I feel blessed and privileged to celebrate too is in this space of experience, feeling grateful to share kind of my experience in order to drive change. And I'm not talking huge change. I'm talking small change. So I think within our school, we were the first ones to bring this up with administration and to collaborate in such a way that we began defining sort of processes and collaborating with the school counselors to create toolkits and things that didn't exist before we were going through this journey so that future families had some structure of support. And that feels really amazing to me. A key thing that's important to me is in terms of like values and such as knowing that the work I do has some impact. And so this has been a gift to me in being able to see the impact that we're making on the community around us. And I think that's where this podcast even shows up for me is it's this beautiful gift to offer. And of course, this never would have existed if we hadn't gone through this experience, if we're, if we weren't on this journey. So I think this is an amazing, positive thing that comes out of our experiences together. Right. Uh, yes. And even the ripple effect, when you mentioned school of beyond setting a pathway for the next gender diverse child, but I think it's had the schools just look at how they manage diversity in general on a lot of fronts. I think we've had an impact. Can you say any more about that? I'm really curious. Within your school, how might a focus or awareness around gender diversity impact how the school thinks about broader diversity? Like, I don't know, maybe neurodiversity or other challenges. Yeah, I, I think by being more aware of gender diversity, it's it's created an opportunity to look at their assumptions, right? Because a lot of times people, their assumptions on gender were so strong, we just shook their world. So it's like, where else are we making assumptions on how kids' brains work, on how the experiences are? Just because this age, are they all going to be this way? Like all those assumptions, it really forces them to look at. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of times the narrative for families and parents is that of tragedy, but it's not all tragedy. There is so much beauty in this journey. If you're willing to take it, if you're willing to look at it. And when I say take it, I mean as a parent along with your child, because we recognize that some parents will not choose to take this journey with their children. And also, even as you approach people, sometimes people have approached us with sorrow, pity, and it's like, oh no, we have gained so much. Don't feel sorry for us. That's a wrap on this episode of Transparently Speaking. Thanks for joining us today. Join us again on the 1st and 15th of every month for our next podcast. 
Thank you to Filter for our awesome music. That's P-H-I-L-T-Y-R. Check them out at Apple Music, YouTube Music, Spotify, or anywhere you download music. As a reminder, we welcome your feedback and questions. Email us anytime at transparentlyspeakingpodcast at gmail.com. If you're taking something away from our podcast, we'd appreciate if you'd take a moment to provide us a review. The more listeners and reviews, the more people we can reach and support. Thanks in advance. Cheers from Joy and Diana.